previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. I think when you think back to like 20, 30 years ago, you know, uh, that sort of thing was kind of like part and parcel, I would believe, with uh, with the old key swap parties and such. Mm. Uh, and as, you know, with the Internet uh, gaining traction and then everybody basically being online, uh, instead of nervously asking or approaching somebody about um, – uh, assisting and spicing up uh, your love life, it's a lot more easier to kind of vet somebody by like chatting with them online. Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. It's kind of like a visit to your dentist, but we don't make you spit. My name is Phoebe Lynch and it takes me three days to undress. And I'm Miranda Kane and it literally takes me seconds to get it all off. And we both write blogs for metro.co.uk. Coming up, we're chatting to a lady who really knows how to take her clothes off. Hi, I'm Nicole Henriksen. I'm a performer, life model, stripper. I do many things. And I've also been nominated for Stripper of the Year. No bragging. So, Phoebe, do you reckon you can undress in a sexy way? No, but I tell you what I can do. Mm. I can take my bra off without taking my top off. And I think men love that. (laughs) (laughs) So I can undo it from the back and then pull a sleeve down and then wiggle a boob out and then then pull it out. out But I do have a shoulder that pops out. So sometimes the bra comes off and then my shoulder follows can yeah. you can you can you get it that all on? is i mean that is literally the most unsexy thing thank I you think so much for noticing. uh i do like to try but i just i'm just not too sure i think I, I don't think i'm doing it in the right way so that's why i'm really looking forward to talking to our guest nicole henriksen i perform i make theater and stuff and i've been bankrolling that as being a stripper for about three or four years Mm -hmm. and i've also most recently started life modeling which is also a naked thing and i did a show about stripping in which i was on stage naked so i've been naked in front of many people for all number of time and in all different contexts so the first time you were naked in front of people Mm -hmm. how was that and how did you get the was it a bottle of jack daniels that helped was it our good friend jack (laughs) Good friend Jackie Daniels. Um, I actually don't drink oh. or do any substances. That's not really my jam. Yeah. Um, pineapple. But yeah, just pineapple. <laughs> just bringing on the pineapple to various podcasts that I do. <laughs> I'm a pretty big deal. Um, <laughs> I uh, The first time I was naked in front of people properly was probably the first lap dance that I did. So that's like October 20. 20- 14, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, so that's a few years ago now. Yeah. And I remember sort of the thought of, like, taking off the knickers was quite a thing. It was the knickers. It was definitely the knickers because you think, I know, breasts, I mean, I guess they are sexualized, but I just feel like, oh, well, you know, they're breasts and they're kind of for feeding babies and, like, I feel like in my mind I can be like, oh, whatever. And door stops. Yes. They've got purposes. Multiple uses. You understand. Yes. I do. Uh, And the knickers was kind of the main thing of, like, oh, when I take off the knickers, then I'm actually naked. You know what I mean? Like, in my mind that's sort of, and I remember thinking, oh, maybe it'll be a big deal and everything. And so I sort of turn my my back to the customer and I'm kind of like wiggling my bum and taking the knickers down sort of slowly, you know, trying to make it all sexy. And I remember sort of turning around and thinking, oh, I'm going to feel so weird. I'm going to have like all my genitals at this person. But... I mean, it's so, one, it sort of isn't because yeah. all like the labia is like in between my legs. It's not actually on the front or anything. <laughs> so that's like a logistical thing. Yeah. Um, and also. <laughs> that's just biology. That's just, that's just biology. Or geography. Which is, yeah. it's one of those. It's, it's one of the ographies. Um, and it's only really if I choose to, which I started doing this as a move, which was kind of like I sort of mount the 
chair where the customer is sitting. Okay. And I sort of grind my crotch in their face. Yeah. A little bit to give is them a good extra? look of. Wow. Uh, just something I like to do. I just know. Like, so I they, can, know. they can get a good look at all my labia business. So you know. Because, like, they can't see it from the front, so I'm like, maybe they want to so have a So now they want to see it. But yeah. weren't you terrified? I, it, like, it was a momentary thing. And then once I was naked and I was sort of like, well, this person can see me now, I was like, well, that's it. Like, there's nothing else I can do. But can I say something, Miranda? <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what. Because you are so good looking and I, it's annoyed me so much. <laughs> you know that, Miranda. <laughs> I'm furious with you. Thank you. But you've got, I mean... If I had your body, I'd be naked the whole time, is my point. I don't know why you've had knickers on to start with. So so that must be different. You must have supreme body confidence anyway. Yes, we have like a very narrow idea of what is sexy or what is attractive within our society. But I think even because it's so narrow, like for me, there was really this sense of it's like tiny little things. You know, it's this idea of like, oh, well, if my hip was just a little bit this different this way and if, mm. I, if my thighs were a little bit different this way and if I had this tiny little difference, then I would be way sexier. And it was only really as a teenager that I thought that. And then I started realising that, like, my body does so many more things than just look a certain way. And so I felt like I can't, I can't get caught up on the tiny little things that I might want to change if I supposedly could and if that would give me some extra value. So what was the kind of things that you were, you were doing in your journey to go from sort of feeling quite self-conscious mm. about yourself, which I think everyone does, yeah. into going... I'm going to be a stripper. What was the thing that turned you to go, I'm going to start stripping? Was it just the thought of the money and it's a it's a job to do and it's easy money and just thought, I'm going to have to get over this? Or was there certain things that you, yeah. you started thinking or doing with yourself? I mean, it was definitely that. There was definitely this idea of like, okay, well, it's good money and it's going to work around any other project that I'm doing. Yeah. That's like the main thing, right? Mm. And then there was this thought of, well, I'm already a theatre kid. You know, I've already gotten changed in front of people. I've already been to the That's beach or whatever. Like, true, yeah. there is this real sense that I thought, look, like, if I'm in a bikini, it's only like two more steps to being totally naked. Yeah. And sure, like that step involves like taking off the bra. And so then my breasts look different and it involves like taking off the knickers and then like my labia's out, right? And so that's like a Can different you stop thing. Saying labia? <laughs> you don't want me to Keep say labia. Go for it. <laughs> really? Labor the labia. Labia. Labor the labia. 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 Um and so there was this sense of like, I've just got to get over it. But I mean, my mum hates her body and she's always hated her body and she's always been really harsh about her body and I've always felt that her body is beautiful mm. and like why would she not but for her it was again these tiny things it was this thing of if I can lose an inch on my thigh if I can yeah. you know lose two kilos it was all these really nitpicky things which I thought was really strange and I mean she grew up in a different time a time where thin was in you know sort of aerobics and like the 70s and 80s of this yeah. sort of idea of be thin and you can be happy Absolutely. By the way, here's our very expensive <laughs> diet plan. Oh, and yeah. And, 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 you know, all the aerobics and all the fitness yeah. and all the kind of really big push that happened in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And then obviously by the time the, the 90s rolled around, then you had this heroin chic thing, this yeah. kind of Kate Moss, like impossibly thin, really, really unhealthy thing going on. Um, and I think she also absorbed some of that. And uh, I tried not to because I really thought, like, I don't want to be that person that's like sitting in the room and sort of being like, am I fat? And like everyone else is a different size to me. And yeah. I'm then telling them that I think they're fat and that's bad. And yeah. I don't think I don't want someone to feel like because I hate my body, then they should hate their body because that's how my mum made me feel. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And so I actually had to go around my body and be like, well, what are some things that I like? 
and how can I break the cycle? So I haven't weighed myself since I was 16. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. I think weighing yourself is really, really damaging because I remember my mum getting on the scale and then reacting either in elation or in, like, depression, depending on this number, this number, like, so arbitrary um, that she would think is so, so important. And I I don't measure myself in that respect in terms of, you know, like measuring the thighs or measuring the bum or anything like that. And I just had to go around and be like, okay, well... I like my teeth. They look good. And also they chew my food, you know? And so as much as it was like, this thing looks good, it's also like this thing does this thing. So it's like, I do love my thighs and my bum because they're quite shapely and sure that's in and everything. But also it's like that shapeliness comes from the fact that I have this um, strength in them, you know, and I can walk really fast if I'm late for something. I can run to get a bus without feeling too kind of out of breath. I can go upstairs two at a time and stuff that's sort of more about the... So feeling sexy <laughs> naked can be, depend on uh, you looking at things and thinking about what you like rather than what you don't and like. And it works. Mm. And it works. And also what you were saying earlier was when you were looking at what you wear normally, like to the beach or just as, uh, you know, just just in general when you're getting changed mm. and saying, well, if I'm quite happy getting changed in a changing room or on the beach or, you know, wearing a bikini, then that's also another way to think of yourself when you're trying to get yourself working up to feeling sexy naked to say, well, actually being naked isn't so far apart from me wearing a bikini. When you did like the lap dance, when you, so when you first went naked publicly, mm. <laughs> um, did you kind of super prep? Um, I had to shave my pussy because like, you know, beauty standard bullshit, blah, thumbs down stuff. And I thought, but um, I can either shave or just trim. But if I just trim, then I might have to deal with someone being like, oh, why Why didn't you shave? You know, I thought you were a stripper. I thought you, you know, cared about your appearance. And I was like, I just don't want to deal with that conversation. Um, so I thought, you know, shave the pussy, whatever, shave my legs, shave the armpits kind of thing, and obviously makeup and these sort of things. But it was more at first, it was more the idea of as I'm prepping for work as a stripper, I'm also becoming sort of a character. Yeah. You know, and as a performer, that's what it felt like. It felt like um, that I was being naked as a character, not necessarily as myself, because if I was being naked, I might be different with it. I might maybe be more comical and more fun, and that's definitely how I am when I'm naked around someone that I'm having an intimate relationship with, that Mm. I'm having sex with. I might be a bit more, like, playful. I'm not really the kind of person that's like, oh, I'm so sexy and I'm going to, like, dance for you. You know, that's kind of what I do for for money. But, like, me... (laughs) It's totally okay to have a laugh whilst you're naked. You don't just have to be, like, Anastasia Steele or... Something out totally. of some Fifty Shades bollocks. Yeah, you can absolutely just have a laugh, and you know. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that's a good advice, though? So, is that advice that you take um, to to people listening that if they wanted, if they felt self conscious about getting naked, almost take a persona on, or is that kind of negating that you should just be being confident enough? Mm. I think, yourself. I think it's yeah. a bit of both. I yeah. think a character helps. Like a character mm. sort of certainly helped me. Like in the sex industry world, we're all known as having pseudonyms. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so like what was your what was your sex name? What was your Um at first name? it was Minnie, like oh, the nice. mouse. Oh. Which I thought was like a good mix of kind of pin up and like mm. fun and a little sexy, but not too sexy. That yeah. was kind of where I was going. And then um I've just gotten sick of that. So now I'm just Nicole. Yeah. And I just I'll, I'll literally ask someone to like follow me on Twitter. Like I do not give a fuck 
anymore. There you go. I think I, I think that makes an excellent stepping stone. Yeah. Say to yourself, do you know what? I'm not going to be Miranda. I'm going to mm. be Melody, and I'm going to put on my sexy. T- oh, it's good. Oh, Melody is so good. It's good, isn't it? I know. Does Melody have a middle name? Uh, it was Melody Singer. Uh, sure. Oh, I like Because I love a pun. I love a pun. I couldn't even get a pun out of my sex name. Oh. So stripping. Yeah. Is there anything that we can learn from the order of things you're taking off? Is there is there a standard sexy way of taking things off the order or mm. any don't yeah. keep socks on I'm thinking any kind no of tip socks <laughs> on what clothes you could wear as well so like yeah, yeah. order and tips of clothes Ooh. go for it I mean I might be the kind of the worst person to answer this question because Perfect. like when I'm like actually with someone I like I literally just rip off my clothes with like no fanfare and also I wear like big um granny undies like you can see them they're above my shorts right now oh, they're, nice. they're full briefs and I don't wear like any kind of sexy underwear it's just whatever is practical yeah um because I'm like well I don't but it just doesn't, it doesn't seem to make any sense to me to be like, I'm going to go on a date and I'm going to wear lingerie and be uncomfortable for two hours. But that's you as Nicole. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me as Nicole. As yeah, Nicole. yeah. But like, you know, if we're talking about someone who's still very nervous about yeah. themselves. And so think about, think maybe more like when you were Jenny just starting. Jenny yeah. Picture Jenny Taylor, yeah. Yeah. if you will. Yeah. Well, I also think of stripping as kind of like drag, which is kind of where the persona comes in. Mm. So I feel like sometimes we can have a bit more confidence by trying to be, trying to embody someone else or something else and so I think like for me it's almost like role play isn't it it's like maybe you could role play in the bedroom and sort of be like oh I'm you know do a little voice or something and sort of be like you wait here I'm gonna go and get changed and like become my persona and then I mean in terms of it depends on what you're wearing because if it's just bra and pants then I would say bra first then pants Mm -hmm. and I would say as you take off the bra strap kind of milk it a little bit like you know move your thumb around the bra strap and then take it down to the elbow and then take it off the wrist you know and then so like the you're kind of milk turn around undo the clip and turn back with like holding the front and a little peek of the nipple little peek of the nipple oh, you know what i mean yeah. take it maybe give it a little twirl around as you throw it kind if of thing you, it, you try to make sure it doesn't land on their face because that always oh, that nice maybe you do want it to land on their face i, I want it to land on their face yeah <laughs> i've a lot of a, a lot of times i've put take it out their eyes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah if their eyes are taken out then you don't have to worry about how you look do exactly. you think about it exactly. smart life hack um <laughs> but this but this isn't even like this doesn't this yeah. sounds like something you can just play around with yourself Absolutely. and have fun. Yes. And that's yes. what this is sort of more about. Like just about mm. you when you're when you're if you're feeling self-conscious about yourself, yeah. then why not? Why not try yeah. doing a little sexy dance in front of the mirror and just going, oh, Yeah, this yes. is good fun. Yeah. Oh, God, like, I would on... never be able to do that even oh. on my own. What? Oh okay. music. So, yeah, so it's me. This okay, is all yeah. about Bibi. Okay. Yeah. Bibi's got a banging mm. bod. Mm. So say she's at home. Yeah. She's gonna go home tonight. Well, yeah. she might not, she might just sleep sleep on the streets Who like knows? last week yeah. but no <laughs> Yeah, and she's gonna go home. Like, how? What would you say to her if she oh. wants to try? I mean, like this would be pretty, pretty much the worst reference you could ever have. But I really liked that scene in Silence of the Lambs where he's like, "You want fuck me? I'd fuck me." I mean, no, like, I didn't. I didn't know I, we were gonna go there. I, That's okay, I love that because it shows that. He feels good doing that. Do you I know, know what I mean? Anna, a stripper and a performer and a life model. She'd make a great guest. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, it might seem 
strange and disturbing to us, but he's on his own and like just feeling who he is as a person and just enjoying the performance that he's doing. You know, mm. there's some music on, he's in the mirror, he's got his negligee on and he's just kind of owning it. And so I kind of think of it like that, like in a way, like, for one, no one else is watching. So as much as there might be a voice being like, oh, you look silly, this is stupid, whatever. It's like, well, no one else is here to look at it for one. And two, it's like it's not for anyone else, even if they were looking, it's for you. And so I think the idea of, I mean, maybe you have some lingerie, maybe you don't, maybe you have like a little robe that you like or a dress that you like. And I just feel like I like this idea of putting on a bit of music and sort of standing in the mirror and just, I mean, you've got beautiful hair, you know, play with the hair a little bit, caress the arms a little bit, caress the body. This is just getting me in the mood to be sexy with someone else. Or with yourself. Or with myself. You know, there's no reason why we shouldn't take a lot of time to have like a wonderful masturbation session in which we kind of we really milk it and we seduce ourselves and we feel good in our own body and then we see what feels good for us and I think that that is really for me where um that kind of sexual confidence came from is the idea that like well I know what's good for me I know how I like to be touched I know where I like to be kissed I know where I like to be caressed and like that has really come from taking the time for myself to discover what feels good for my body but also how I feel good looking at my body or not looking at my body. And for me, the kind of idea of, sure, like the dancing in the mirror is great, but also like going around my body and being like, well, I like this thing for this reason. Um, And then it sort of takes away all of the kind of, you know, well, is my tummy totally flat? Are my thighs totally this shape? Is this totally that shape? Does this totally adhere to this idea? It's like, well, it may or it may not, but like it does these things and it feels good when I do these things to my body and I would like to share that with someone else um, and I would like to feel good in my own skin sharing that with myself. That's a really nice tip. Like I really like the way when you were explaining that and going and you were like, oh, I, I think about all the places where I like to be kissed and you were stroking your neck. Yeah. And I just think that that's a really nice movement to do to be t- for yourself mm. in a mirror and go, I like to be kissed on my neck so I, I caress my neck. I like mm. to be kissed on my nipples so I'm caressing my nipples. Yeah. So maybe that's another thing that people can do at home and just again it goes from rather than saying I don't like my hips Mm. to saying well I do like being kissed on my neck so focusing on that part so how come you ended up going from stripping which was how you said like you were bankrolling your shows Mm. to life modeling I mean the short answer is in London there's just not it's not the same scene as yeah. back in Australia in terms of stripping and the money isn't very good and the money isn't very regular. And I just feel like I, if I'm going to be stripping and I'm going to be kind of going through the mental strain of like going into this character and presenting my body in a way that maybe I don't feel very comfortable mm. um, and I don't necessarily feel very feminine. So like the hyper feminine of that world is a little bit straining if I'm not getting the money from it then I sort of thought well if I'm life modeling that I'm definitely making money yeah whereas like if I go in and strip then maybe I'm making 200 pounds 300 pounds but maybe I'm only making like 40 or 50 pounds because of how the industry works here which is you have yeah. to pay you have to pay to work basically. yeah absolutely in the, it's in in just the London strip clubs or is it um well I also worked in Edinburgh for a little while and the house fee wasn't as high so the paying to work wasn't as high mm. but the money wasn't great like it wasn't great it was okay Mm. and I think for the cost of living in Edinburgh it could have worked but um the cost of living in London is so high that 
I really feel like I need to make sure that I can budget my month, mm. you know? And so, like, stripping sounds great if I'm making 300 pounds a night, but if I don't know how much I'm going to make, then I can't really budget my month and I can't really say, like, okay, well, I can go grocery shopping today or I have to wait till next week or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and am I going to be able to pay my rent on time? And am I going to be able to pay for this festival entry fee and this, you know, this promotion I have to pay for and I got to get posters and, like, whatever it is that I've got to pay for outside of just living. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, sort of thought, like, well, if I do something where it's actually paid and I have the skills as someone who is quite aware of my body from performing, from stripping and comfortable with being naked again from stripping, but also a little bit from performing as well and has the stamina to kind of maintain certain poses, but also knows that certain poses I can't maintain. Yeah. So I got to like, you know, work around that as well. Then I was like, well, I'm going to take to this pretty well, aren't I? You know, and it's going to be a different way to explore my body because for me, if I'm stripping and I'm not making good money, it really gets me down. Are you more comfortable um, naked public than you are private? I think it's kind of the same. Is that weird? I feel like um, my main concern being naked in public is other people because I feel like nudity is like a two-way consent street. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like there shouldn't be an idea that because I'm – you know, the, the woman, quote unquote, um, that I, if I'm comfortable, then everyone else should be comfortable necessarily um, and that I should be feeling really empowered and stuff. It's like, well, no, because people have all kinds of anxieties and all kinds of hang-ups and it's not okay for me to think that if I'm comfortable naked, then everyone else should be as well. Um, I feel like that's really important. And so uh, I'm really concerned about you know, if I'm life modelling, I'm thinking, well, is it okay to change in front of the class or do they want me to go elsewhere? And it seems silly and very performative because like, they're going to be looking at my bum for two hours. <laughs> but, you know, it's about are they comfortable? And I, I think about that a lot. And also within my personal life, um, I'm into kink and I'm sexually dominant. And so, like, it's a similar thing where I'm checking in with the other person a lot more than I'm necessarily checking in with myself because, like, I'm good to go mm. and I want to make sure that they're good to go and I want to make sure that dialogue is open from day one and that they know what they're getting into and that they're interested or not interested and, and maybe we're not going to work that way and that's okay. Um, and so for me, it's just that navigation of like, is everyone consenting to the nudity, to the whatever it might be? Do you have like top three best moves? Like, because you were nominated for Stripper of the Year from the Sexual Freedom Awards. I was. So what kind of, do you have like three moves that you could mm. spill to the listeners just yeah. to try? <laughs> I mean, my top move is just twerking, like twerking. any position. Um, <laughs> you know, I love how it's just that simple. It's just, twerk. just twerking. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's like a year in the making. I mean, I didn't know how to twerk. Like, wow. it takes a while to learn to twerk because I don't. Ha I don't know how this works, like in terms of biology. But it seemed that once I started twerking, my butt got stop. bigger. Really? Because, wow. like, there must be something about the way that you're moving, like, the fat in that yeah. area of your body that, like, the fat is kind of, I don't know, loosening somehow or you're you're somehow gaining muscle or somehow doing something and you're nice. kind of – It's like I – don't, I don't know how it works, but, like, somehow I noticed, like, oh, like, my butt's Do looking you have before and afters on your phone? I'd like to see that. I don't. I don't. But, like, I have noticed just, you know, how much more of it I can move and how much more of it moves with me, yeah. uh, which is just so great. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> So, um, yeah. twerking. Yeah. twerking is one, uh, but just remember that it's it's a marathon, not a race, yeah. and you're not going to be perfect at it from oh, the beginning. Definitely. So keep going, at least for a year. <laughs> Number two, um, good luck say, with your back every year. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, make sure you stretch before and oh, after. I'm spastic at the thought of it, but carry on. Um, I would say, like, um, this is a really simple move, but I would say taking your hand from your breast down. We're all past, trying it. Yes, We're all doing like, it. On the, yeah, on the side of the breast there and taking it down the side of the breast, down to the waist and then to the hip and then, like, back to around the bum. Oh, I like that. And it's like what you do. Your yeah. Sam's love it too. Sam's What I always think about uh, for hands in terms of um, erotic dance is the idea that the hands are telling the viewer where to look. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So if I take my hand from my breast to my waist to my hip to my bum, I'm I'm forcing them a little bit to kind of follow that hand and to see those different shapes. Yeah. And to see how appealing those shapes might be to them. Yeah. I feel like it's a really good thing to do in front of the mirror is to just like take your hand just all over your body really slowly, kind of caress different areas and see how you're kind of drawn to that movement. Because also as animals, we um our eyes are drawn to movement yeah so if we see movement we're drawn to it so if the only movement you have is you're laying down and you're just moving your hand down your body then the audience is going to be like well what's happening with this hand now oh i didn't i didn't notice the waist i didn't notice the hips i didn't notice the bum and now i'm noticing it's and so if i am having a rendezvous in a in a hotel for instance and and i'm not happy with my body i could just put my hand towards the mini bar Yeah. And just draw their attention to the overpriced <laughs> the vodka. vodka. I mean, are you happy with your hair? Are you happy with yeah, your face? Yeah, I do, Is there... it. I do it. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, like, move move the hand through the hair. You know what I mean? Maybe move it to the neck and, like, around the other side of the hair. This and is good. Uh, yeah. There's so many areas of the body that are sensual that we don't necessarily think of as sensual. Like, I think a back is really sexy. Yeah. I love a back. Oh, I love, right? I, I love, love a back. back. And I love someone, like, kissing my back. Yeah. And I feel like um, if, if you're not necessarily comfortable with someone maybe kissing your breast, kissing your tummy, maybe they can kiss your back maybe they can kiss your neck maybe they can um kiss a different area of your body that isn't necessarily seen as you know super sexy super super erogenous super this or that but that you can find a lot of um yeah pleasure in and point that out by wafting your hand there absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong that yeah yeah get get myself a back scratcher just there (laughs) absolutely and what's number three oh number three um I mean, this is more of an overarching thing, but like point your damn toes. <laughs> I literally cannot because I've been I've been dancing since I was a child. Sam's nodding. And I, <laughs> Sam knows. He Sam knows. Know. Sam knows. I've been dancing since I was a child and I can tell you the only way you can ever tell that someone is not giving 100% is that they're not pointing their toe. Yeah. And it's like if you point a toe, suddenly your leg is longer, right, and it looks sexier and more graceful. If it's She's not pointed, us and it's, it's just like... highly. Well, it's gone from highly erotic to, to when just... you flattened out your toe <laughs> yes. and you look like you were cycling in Honestly, the air. Yeah. you have to think about stuff like that. And it's like, again, that's maybe not very comfortable, but I find like sometimes even if I'm just laying in bed and I kind of extend my legs up and I sort of point my legs, I'm just kind of like, ooh, look at my legs. You know? Yeah. And it's like, it's the smallest thing, but it's like when you point your toe, you're elongating the shape and also you're tensing the muscles in your calf. Yeah. And so you're getting this definition, you know, that's kind of hiding away. And suddenly, oh, oh hello, hello, leg. Hello. Hello, leg. Yeah. Hello, leg. Look at you. What you doing? <laughs> 
What's she doing? What you doing down there? Yeah. Oh, oh look at little oh. twinsies. Little twinsy, little twinsy legs. It's so because I know so many <laughs> girls that have gone like because I'm quite keen on having. I don't mind a foot fetishist. Let's oh, yeah. you know, I yeah. love a good foot rub. Mm. And I know so many people have written to me saying, "Oh, how can you let anyone touch your feet?" And so maybe it's just say like they they get disgusted with their own feet, mm. and I'm like, "But your feet take you places." Hey. Yes. And like you know, again, like you were saying, think of the practical uses. How good? What would life be like without your foot? You know. Yeah. And so maybe just try pointing your toes. Daniel, just, Daniel, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if you watch like, you know, ballerinas, yeah. you can see the the discipline and you yeah. see sort of the change in the leg when it's pointed. And if you look at something like that compared to maybe mo- modern dance where people do like a flexed foot where they have the foot facing the other way, yeah. then you notice a difference in the length of the leg, in the sort of the idea of maybe like elegance, quote unquote, or something that might be a little more seen as kind of a little more sensual versus a little more... Um, I don't know. I don't want to say not necessarily playful, but just maybe a little more jarring, mm. like yeah. sort of in its look. I think those are all excellent. I've learned mm. a lot. I've I think so much. That, mm. I think you've learned just, just enough. enough. <laughs> We're like the fucking three bears of yeah. Gotti Yeah. Thanks very much to Nicole Henriksen. Um, you can take a look at where she's performing next. She's got a website. It's NicoleHenriksen.com. Henriksen is H-E-N-R-I-C-K-S-E-N. I love that you do that. You're a real giver. Oh, thank you. No, Cheers. Um, what did you learn? Could you take anything of what Nicole said that she does professionally yeah. and take it privately? To I, loved, I love what she was saying about looking at your body and realising what various things your body does. Like, your eyes are sexy because they help you see. Your feet are sexy because you walk in them. Your your hands are sexy because they can they can pick things up. And just looking at... There's, there's a beauty in the practicality of things. How about you? I like the persona idea yeah. to make you more comfortable and confident. But then I thought, is that kind of d- defeating the object a bit? Because you should just be you. But if it's getting to you to the stage where you can just be you and be confident. Yeah. I, I learnt a lot. I also, she didn't suggest taking out light bulbs and that will be my plan B. <laughs> if none, none of it goes right with um, with <laughs> with her advice. Um, my name's Vivi Lynch. And my name's Miranda Kane. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham for Metro.co.uk. Get in touch with us on Twitter. Twitter. We're at Good Sex, Bad Sex. That's three X's at the end because we're trying to be funny. But leave us a review and, <laughs> and tell us what you think. Get in contact. And we'll see you next week. Hold up. 